1515 now probably presents the wrestling roundtables, the raw, the bad, the ugly, the podcast where we tell you what we like, didn't like, and what was just flat out horrendous. It is your favorite tag team partners, me, Stir Pro. It's Miller. Damn. Yep, that was me closing my window. Got a little squeak to it. That wasn't even more. That was more of a scream. It was, it, you would have thought that was a sound bite for like Halloween coming up or some shit. <laughs> But no, I probably gotta put some oil on that shit. But either way it go. It's me, Stir Pro. It's Miller right here. Um Sorry we missed you last week, but we here. We're back again. Guess back who's again. back? Mm-hmm. Back mm-hmm. again. Mm-hmm. Well, okay, yeah, that's it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we could do whatever. Yeah. Um We back like Bray Wyatt, yo, you know. Back from the dead and whatever he was at and <laughs> shit like that. <laughs> well, we're back. Anyway, man, how was your past couple two weeks? Uh, it was decent. I guess I didn't really have to be redundant. I said a couple, couple of two weeks, yeah. <laughs> which is two and two. But um, that's good. I'm glad that your uh, couple of weeks were pretty good. Mine's worse, too. You know. um, going on vacation here soon, too, by the way. Uh, so if you guys don't hear from us. Uh, in November, I'm actually gonna be out of town. Gotta make a trip. You said like he's going all of November. I might be shit. You don't know my life. <laughs> hey, yeah, don't judge me. I might be gone all of November. I just need need that much time off. You're right. I won't be gone. I <laughs> just a week. I can only afford a week, yo. <laughs> I can't go beyond that. Because if I could, I would. I promise you that. Anyway, um, with that said, do you have a master watch wrestler? <sighs> hmm. Hmm. I'm trying to think. I watched a lot of wrestling. Um, there was a lot of wrestling, though. Yeah, there was a lot of wrestling. Um, you know, if, if I had to pick one match, as I usually say... I'm going to definitely go with uh, Death Triangle versus uh, Orange Cassidy and Best Friends. Um, I thought that trios match was exactly what a trios match is supposed to be. Um, I even like the little tip between Phoenix and Pac. I don't think there's any more than them, mm-hmm. you know, him just saying, yo, we don't need to use that. People are like, are they going to break up Death Triangle? I'm like, no, yeah, they're yeah. not. It's yeah. just him saying, don't use the weapon. Your friend that never told you don't do some dumb shit? Like, what yeah. the fuck? Y'all people would be reaching. 
But that being said, the uh, back and forth was awesome. Um, it gives Pac his win back, per se. Um, and I, I like the fact that it keeps that lingering feud between um, Orange Cassidy and Pac or that rivalry. Kind of like, not on the same um, hatred level as Sabu and Taz, but like Sabu and Taz, we always knew it was there. It's just sometimes they do other shit and then they be back. I yeah, don't want to yeah. say Randy Orton and uh, John Cena because no, they, oh, they killed that shit. They, yeah, that was... Oh, uh, God, I could, I'm could. i so glad we don't ever have to see that again. Yeah. But yeah, Trio's championship match on a special Tuesday Night Dynamite. Orange Cassidy and Best Friends versus uh, Death Frank. Okay. Yeah. Um, that was interesting. That was different. Um, surprised you actually went that route. Why? No, because I thought she was going to go triple threat match, uh, Brown Breaker, um, Droganoff, and... Um... So here's my only thing, the reason why I did it. Yeah. I liked the match, I did. But... It was a really good match. It was. Oh, yeah, it was really good. But when I put them side by side, the reason why I say... Remember, I have a... If, the, if it ever matters, I'll break down the Gennard scale or the Miller scale of how yeah. matches work. The crowd was what it was for me. I think the NXT crowd just doesn't do it for me. They weren't into it enough like they should have been. Mm. And it was like, bro, this is a really that was, good match. That is true. Because like, I feel like J.D. McDonough was doing his thing. Uh, yeah, I'm like, yo, get out. loud. I mean, Turn yeah. up. Like but, this is, but when I was watching Halloween Havoc, one of the things that I, I was thinking of in my mind was like, you guys need to go back on tour. Because this this crowd gets to see you guys all the time that they and they don't care. Yeah, yeah, they've lost. You gotta get back on. Like the crowd was hot for that whole day. Like they went crazy. And this is one of the things that Triple H has to build right back up. Yeah, he's got a big. When he had it, but Vince stood up, undid it, and yeah. So that was my main thing. Why I just felt like if the crowd was more into it, it'd be more heated. And I think I, I hate downplaying a match because of who won. Because that's not necessarily fair. Because in the end of the day, they create the match and then somebody picks it. But I feel like it was enough build to like have. It would have been smart to me to make JD McDonough win. Yeah, yeah, or Dragunov. I mean, either one. I would have Dragunov was... just because there's not a solid like dude not that Brown Breaker. Yeah, there's no yeah. like thorn in his side, and this was like he. As that perfect character yeah, to be that fucking asshole. asshole. Yeah, yeah, he was the perfect It's not that he's too. even better than Brian. It's just yeah. he's a sneaky little and snake. And the way the commentary actually sold it yeah. to me. Like, and so I was like, this is perfect asshole. to make a rival for because yeah. he needs that. And the other thing with him is that he's seasoned. Um, I keep wanting to call him his regular name. I'm going to try my hardest. J.D. McDuck. Like, he's a seasoned guy. We've seen him. He's had matches, like, really good matches with Walter and yeah. fucking... Um, well, Osprey, like we, so we know mm-hmm. that'd be a good guy to put in there with Brown Breaker because I think they would make each other better. So to me, it'd have been smart to have him win it. He didn't take the pin, and that's cool. So maybe in a singles match it'll come. But it's even better if he would have won when he was like, "Get the fuck out of here!" and threw Dragunov or threw Brown Baker out, and then pinned Dragunov. Yeah. That'd have been perfect. Because mm-hmm. then it's like, you motherfucker, like now we really don't like you, and now you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But that match was really good. It was really good. good. Yeah, it was, it was good. really good. I mean, uh, you I can't say, go wrong with but you, but you, But you're right, though. The crowd just seemed like, 
Okay. It's another. It felt like it was just NXT uh, live or whatever yeah, they yeah. call it. Two point Yep. No, the name two. That is what it felt like, and it's a shame because it was actually more than that. Yeah. And, Except I mean, for that Shotzi and uh, what's his name Quincy or whatever his name is. What's yeah, Quincy name? Elliott. Uh, and I, I like Quincy Elliott. Don't get me wrong, but that yeah. whole thing I, it was probably Lash Legend's fault. I don't. I'm not a fan. I don't, that shit was weird. That whole segment was like, "What the fuck are we doing? Are we just killing time? Like this shit is goofy yeah, yeah, as yeah, hell." Yeah, yeah. yeah. And I see WWE kind of moving in the progressive. Manner like AEW, yeah, with with uh, Quincy Elliott, yeah. Um, but I hope they just don't fence it up. I don't think they will. I think there's a line, mm-hmm. and they know when it gets goofy and when it's you know because you don't want to make. I think that's a perfect time where you put that person in control, mm-hmm. because he's in tune with when what's going to be acceptable and too much. What's going to be like? Okay, now yeah, that's yeah. a little bit much. You know what I mean? It's just like when. You know, like with, with Booker T and Harlem Heat's characters. Mm-hmm. You know, like they were kind of, you know, in charge of it. Like they knew when it was like, all right, bro. Like they're the ones who crossed the line. You feel like, well, not mm-hmm. they, but like Booker T's the one who messed up. But they knew yeah. how how hood can we make it before it's like, yeah, okay, yeah, don't. Yeah, this is a little, yeah. little, little. Before we Booker T it up. Right, right. It's like, <laughs> but that's what I mean. So calm that, you think, down. Yeah, yeah. So you let that person kind of run that because you know. Mm-hmm. They know where the line kind of is for the most part. Sometimes people are like, uh, "Yeah, yeah, yeah." We got a real game. Like, okay, buddy, yeah, gotta bring, gotta bring it back. Bring it back. Bring it back. Bit. Bring it back. Bring it back. Look at that. That was another one. Yeah, that's yeah. good. Good stuff. Shout out Ti. Anyway, um, news and rumors. Um, New Japan not happy with Carl Anderson. For those that don't know, he is currently the Never Open Weight Champion. And he made a statement on uh, Instagram talking about how he will not be at um, the uh, uh, Battle Autumn show um, because he's already booked on the uh, Crown Jewel show, um, which people you know, saw coming. But the president is said to be really pissed off about this, which yep. rightfully so. Just read that. Um, I know they were working on a handshake agreement and all that. Um, but I, I, I can understand his position. I don't agree with Carl Anderson's position, but I get, I guess, where he's coming from, but I feel like it's fucked up. Because, like, there's a certain level of respect that those titles have. So, it's kind of like, you, you're the champ, just, yeah, it's you the t- really it's need to be title. on the, it's a money, it, right, that's what I'm saying, like, he's going to get paid more, and we all know it, for the Crown Jewel show, and we get it, it's a business, feed your kids, like, but at some point, and maybe it's just the loyalty person in me, um... I just feel like you have to look at it like, man, these guys kind of put me on, and I need to. But don't you have to be loyal? Because truth be told, like, if you had nowhere else to go, that's the place you. Because that's where you went when you had nowhere else to go. It's a you damn right. In this run in WWE, I don't foresee it being a long run. I just don't. That's not Triple H's style. Triple H is going to try to push these younger guys that have it, that can get over, and who he sees fit. Yeah, he signed you guys. Yeah, he's probably going to try to do something with the OC or whatever the case may be. But for how long? Truth be told. Mm-hmm. And 
And that's the reality of it. And it's like, how long do you think that you want to perform? Because I don't think you should burn these type of bridges. Personally. I just don't think so. But to each their own. That's your decision. You do what you feel like you need to do. But I'm going to tell you, it just doesn't look right. Mm-hmm. Especially being the uh, never open weight champion. Like, you're a champion. Yeah. I don't care if it is kind of the mid-card championship. There's a level of kind of... I mean, yeah, yeah. shit, Tanahashi had it. It means something. Yeah. And you got to treat it with, with some kind of um, level of respect. Mm-hmm. And I, I felt like with him... And I like that title belt better than... <laughs> he said, I like how it looks. <laughs> yeah. It's the like, aesthetics. Yeah, I like that one better than the fucking... <laughs> the, the heavyweight championship belt. Yeah, the... <laughs> Pseudo Diva Championship. Yes. Man, this... In the, okay, let's talk about this too. The New Japan World TV Championship. Um, that belt is atrocious if you have a chance to check that out. Um, but there's a tournament that's going to take place for that. It already actually started. Um, just this belt. I It's probably one of the worst belts I've ever seen. It's really, really bad. Oh, the TV title one? Yeah, yeah it's really bad. Trash. Like that. I don't know... They used to be so good at designing. They were really good at this. How could you go from... Like, it's two separate ends of the spectrum. You went from what we saw with the IWGP Heavyweight Championship Mm -hmm. to this. This That belt looked iconic. It's just one of the most beautiful belts ever. You never needed to change it. It's like the big gold belt. Never needed to change it. Just keep it the same. Yeah, the World Heavyweight Championship. Yeah. 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 It's just like that. That That's probably one, one of the most iconic belts ever made in ha- happier news um, El Hijo Del Viking got his visa so we're going to probably see him soon uh, on somebody's TV I suspect Impact first and I-, I wouldn't be surprised if he's on AEW just because of the relationship mm-hmm. um, while women's wrestling um, they actually uh, their show had a higher rating than the Battle of the Belts 3 or 4 mm-hmm. that just happened um and it's honestly, my only qualm is the names because it drives me crazy because it's like, you know, Jungle Jane and yeah, yeah. Ambulance Annie and stuff like I hate that shit. But yeah. the in ring and the actual stories are really good. I'm like, man, if they could come up with some creative for the names that are like more marketable than this bullshit, then we got some because it's yeah. not bad. And Shout to out me, to Jimmy Bus. The, uh, the Battle of the Belts to me just never lives up. To the hype, and it got and it doesn't feel like Night of Champions. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It doesn't feel like Clash of the Champions. Used to yeah, feel. yeah, yeah. You know, it's, it's just, and I think they should just revamp it, and they need to make it to where it's Battle of the Belt is about every title being on the line, and somebody's gonna lose it. Because I feel like that's what happens. They do these battles of the belts. And more than likely, the person retains. More than likely. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying that it happens all the time, but more than likely, the person retains. As a matter of fact, I think the last one before this one, the person, everybody retained. Everybody retained their belt. Nobody lost it. It was really no high drama. Even when you saw the storyline leading into it, you felt like, oh, the champion's not losing this. That's what you felt. And... How can I get hyped up for a show 
that's going to be called Battle of the Belts. And I know everybody's not going to lose their titles. There's no suspense for you. Yeah, it's not worth watching at that point. I could do something better else with my time. Yeah. Yeah. Um, anyway, you got more? Um, slightly. Um, I saw something. I can't find it. He might, it might have been a tweet and delete. But um, so on Meltzer's podcast... He tried to make a point of saying that people who were close to Thunder Rosa weren't being um, booked on um, uh, Dynamite and Rampage and Dark and all that anymore um, since she's been injured, like Kylan King and uh, etc. And Sean Dean, who's in charge of booking a lot of those talents, got on Twitter and was like, bro, the shit you just pull out of your ass, basically, he was saying, is like, you got to stop this shit because you cause problems. People think there's a problem that does not exist. Or they feel like, what's going on? Or, you know what I mean? Like, how I don't have a problem with you guys. So they feel like their spot's in jeopardy with somebody. Mm-hmm. Like, hey, I didn't say anything to Meltzer. So I don't know what's going on. So they feel confused. It just puts a lot of people under the bus. Like, mm-hmm. how would you feel if you had no problems that you weren't being booked or felt like you weren't being underbooked mm-hmm. and then somebody threw you mm-hmm. out there that mm-hmm. there's a problem? You'd be like, hey, bitch, keep my name oh, out yeah, your yeah. fucking mouth. Yeah, yeah. You uh, feel me? Yeah, ain't nothing worse than that. Like, yeah. for real. Like, I mean, I've had it at work, you know. Is yeah. That's why I knew you were about this. Like, oh, yeah, man. Like, for real. Like, bro, I didn't say anything. Uh, I have no problems with what's going on. Like, yo, keep me out like, of it. It was, it was rumors going around. And I'm just like, man, I don't. Like, it was, people thought I was leaving the, the, the school that I'm at right now. And I'm like, nah, I didn't. I didn't. Uh I said nothing. Yeah, I didn't have any plans of on leaving. I never said I was uh, leaving or going anywhere. So, so uh, I didn't understand where it was coming from. Uh, I think I I knew. Right, but you were like, why? Yeah. Yeah. So I just kind of said, okay. So when somebody had came up to me and asked me, and I knew they was just asking me because mm-hmm. they part of the problem. I, I told them, yeah, I'm leaving. <laughs> I said, yeah, I'm going somewhere. Um, you know, I'm about to do this. No, damn well I wasn't going anywhere. Mm-hmm. And you did it to I think, prove a point. Yeah, and I think that's kind of what what happened here. It's like, you know, you you um, you do things to just prove to people like. Whatever, man. Rumors are just rumors. And that's just what that is. Because that's what it was. I didn't have any plans. I never, It never became a thought in my mind. I never talked to anybody that I was doing this. And, like, when it gets back to you, you're just like, damn, that's kind of crazy. Because, like, I never said anything to anybody that I was doing this. Mm-hmm. Um, kind of like the Athena and Jody Threat thing yeah. going on right now. But I think they handled that. I think management handled that well from the story I read. Like yeah. They approached them like, what the fuck was that? Because mm-hmm. I would have been like, what the fuck was that? Yeah. And then they were like, no, that's kind of what we were going to do. But yeah. if, the other thing was one thing that people need to like, know is... Part of it was, I forget... The sequences that we was about to go through. And so yeah, she was yeah. like, well, now nah. You know, it's kind of the laws of wrestling type thing. But also, Jody Threat, if anybody's ever seen a Th- Jody Threat match, 
She wrestles, it's rough and tumble. Like she has that kind of Cactus Jack esque style where it's kinda like, hey, we're gonna we're gonna kinda fight. And you could I'll take a big bump. Toss me over the top rope. Mm-hmm. Fuck it. That's what I do. Yeah. That's just stick. So it's like mm-hmm. So that's why I wasn't yeah, super they, they shocked. They said that fans were a little like, damn, that was kind of stiff. What the fuck was but that? That's what <laughs> she does. Like, yeah, y'all, y'all definitely gotta look up Jody Threat and be like, oh, oh. And I think yeah. Athena knowing her was like, okay, I know where my limits are. That's the other thing. You gotta know who you're wrestling. Yeah, yeah. You know, is is one of those things where I know what I could do with this person versus who I work with. Some people like working with her because she's like, fuck it, let's yeah. grow. Yeah. Some people like, love that shit. Like, it's yeah, fucking yeah. cool. I'm not... I know... There's, I, I've watched mm-hmm. a lot of interviews where women will say that about certain it's people. like, like certain wrestling with Zufi. It's like... Yeah, yeah. Like, you know... He, you he, know... Hey, if you want to, you can get a little stiff with them. Right. Just know you're going to get that shit back. So yeah, be careful yeah, if you yeah. want to... You know... That's my only thing. It's like, yeah, you go... Are you sure? Choose why. He loves it, but... Because yeah. he loves it Because he can do that shit back yeah. That's why he likes it He ain't one of those Like yeah Because yeah. like, nah. that's how he just Likes to perform yeah. We, yeah. we haven't seen Minoru Suzuki Versus Will Ospreay 37 times For a reason Not yeah. saying that he's scared <laughs> of him Or doesn't want to wrestle him It's just that It's a different type of match mm-hmm. You know you're gonna get Punched in the fucking face Yeah Once or twice <laughs> Like damn That shit hurts can take it And he's gonna give it right back Right And he's a, yeah, he and, You know it, yeah. It's an MMA dude Who could like If he wanted to Just fucking rip your arm Off your body Cause he's the You know Fucking grandfather Of MMA So mm-hmm. the One thing people forget About him Like this dude Started pan Like started The thing that led To UFC Like he's yeah. a fucking He just chooses To pro wrestle Like he's the murder grandpa Like people say He's a yeah, fucking You know what I actually Watched today The that? Last Dragon Oh wow! Yeah, watch the last dragon today. First off, they need to remake that movie. Okay. Because for like in today's time, because that was made back in '85. Yeah. Just imagine if they did redid that movie. They could change up a couple of things in the storyline, and redid that movie. Would be dope. That fucking movie would be amazing. Yeah. And it was all based off of you know the the dude's name was Bruce Leroy. You know. Obviously, a playoff of Bruce Lee and shit like that. But when you think about Bruce Lee, and and one of the things that people always give credit to Bruce Lee is they just like, man, like, dude, if MMA was around back then, this dude would fuck everybody up. Eating people ass in his weight class. Obviously, he probably wouldn't be being up some sumo fucker. But he probably know how to weight class. I'm sure he know how to beat his ass to get away though. Yeah, back when. Back when UFC was like anybody could fight anybody, remember that shit? Mm-hmm. You'd be like, what the fuck is this dude? Yeah. This guy's 5'10 fighting, you know, fucking Batista and shit. Mm-hmm. You're like, this don't look right. Yeah. And then a little dude will win. You'd be like, whoa. What the fuck? Yeah, UFC yeah. was crazy back in the day, yeah. y'all. Any youngins, go check that out. Like UFC 2. I thought you weren't going nowhere. Oh. Little motherfucker. Oh. <laughs> I see your girl outside. Uh oh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now I talk shit to my son. Cause that motherfucker gonna tell me I ain't going nowhere. Oh, I heard him when he was playing the game. He said, we'll play like two more rounds and I'm out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was fucking with him, though. Because I was like, yo, let me take a shower. Finna ride with y'all. We finna go out go have some fun and shit. Leave that man alone, man. Yeah, he said, man, get out of my business. You got things to do. Yeah, whatever. I ain't doing nothing you wasn't doing. Nah, that dude, he wasn't no monster. 
Nah, it's not a monster, yo. <laughs> I'm about to say, I'm trying to be like, and you say you, you are developing too much information on yourself, sir. I never even reference anything. No, I just want to be, I just want to be honest. I, I believe you. Like, I you trust know. that he's not. I was just saying. You know, my son is a, uh, a good wholesome boy. Yeah. You know, he, you know, he'd be good for anybody's daughter. Like, they just. I, what Sterl's trying to say is that he was a beastly young man. <laughs> I was. I was, uh, you know. He was out there. I was Muddy Waters before I even knew who he was. Oh, wow. Yeah, I was a mannish boy. So. <laughs> Rod, yeah. I think that's my news and rumors. Yep. Oh, my God. Uh, what was your raw, sir? My raw. Um... Nothing like blew me away this week. Uh, you know what? I take that back. My raw, I'm gonna actually give to um, MJF's storyline. Here's why I'm giving it to MJF's storyline because I like the fact it's, that it's continuing to, to it's develop. De- yes, it's developing, and I think what we're getting is this torn between proving somebody wrong, mm-hmm. and in a way, it kind of is. I want to say not the parallel per se, but kind of. Along the lines of where it looks like Bray Wyatt's storyline is going with the multiple personalities. Not so much that, but it's the evil, kind of like what we talked about last time. It's the evil bad guy, but on he's got this chip on his shoulder that I'm good enough to beat you without all the bullshit. But I don't think he's going to win without all the bullshit. And it's going to be, the what comes down to it is, will it be his choice or will it be because Stokely did it? And then at that point now... He's in this struggle with, I'm a champion, but it wasn't the way I said I was going to do it. But are we going to get the scumbag MJF? Who's like, yeah, I did it because I'm better than you and I'm just smart and blah, blah, blah. Are we going to get like, man, what the fuck? Like we saw at the end of Dynamite two weeks ago when he was like, bro, I don't need to do this shit. I'm good enough to where that's what makes it dope. And then that William Regal promo, that's my raw, really. The Regal and MJF promo was so good. At first, I was like, where are they going with this? But it made sense. And I love that they brought in the whole tryouts thing. And he told them, hey, kid, when you get, you know, some some more time under your belt and all that. Mm-hmm. And I love that, using that realism. And I love Regal coming back. I knew it was going to be dope, but I didn't know what he was going to yeah. say. And then when he was like, you know, are, are you really the bad guy you say you are? If you really are, do it then. And turns around and you're like, motherfucker, like this shit is compelling. That mind and the mind, mind games on both ends. And so yeah. you really don't know. I, I, I feel like MJF's going to win, but is he going to win because he he wants to win clean? Or is it because Stokely? And then what happens if Stokely is the person that causes it, and then he's like reluctantly stuck? Because it all goes back to what Stokely said, is that I got information on you, talking about MJF, and it's like blackmail. And I'm like, what the fuck? And we're just gonna skim over that? I wish they put more on that, but it'll be one of those Easter eggs that people will go. Because you got, you can't put more on it. You gotta yeah. let it go. Okay, I got you. You have to. You have to. You have to sit there and be like, wait a minute. You gotta, you gotta make people forget that that actually uh, happened, and then bring it back. You have to. It, it, it just makes the story more, that more compelling. Especially because a lot of people tuned out during that whole promo. They're like, it's so long. I listened because I was like, nah, it's going to be shit in here. Mm-hmm. I need to pay attention. Nah, I died. So, yeah. This is gonna, I yeah, feel yeah. like this is going to be really good. Like, it's going to be something we haven't seen before. 
Like, we were like, man, what the fuck is going on? And you got this guy, MJF, who's like a tweener. Mm-hmm. The reluctant hero, I guess. Or maybe yeah. not. It's kind of like anti-hero. the story. Anti-hero. The anti-hero. He's like dead. Black Adam. I Black- just went and saw this. Ooh. And that's what he was. I mean, okay. he's the anti-hero. Because he didn't want to follow the rules that, as the other heroes felt like this is how you're supposed to you be. You can't kill people. And he's like, nah, I don't give a fuck. I'm going to kill these motherfuckers. <laughs> yeah. This is what I do. This is how we handle things. And that's what MJF is. Yeah. What so, was your role? Um, the bloodline. Simply the fact that these dudes on a weekend, week out basis just continue to captivate us, to draw us in. To do all of these things that they do. Rather that's feuding with the fucking uh, um, with Seamus. Or they going to Raw and they feuding with somebody else. Or they showing up and popping up on Logan Paul. And it's just like no matter what they don't give a fuck. They got they literally Got the smoke for everybody. Who's <laughs> smoke? Yeah. Whoever wants it we can got... get it. And they're just after any and everybody. Come after the bloodline. It's going to be a problem. If we have a match with you, we don't give a fuck if it wasn't the fact that we booked this match. We got a problem with you. And it was like to see everything come to fruition and 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 they're starting to bring stuff back together where hey look uh Sami Zayn has this match Jay Uso you better not let him lose this match I love and, him being the messenger for Roman yeah, yeah. yeah. it's not very oozy you know I'm just saying. Yeah. And. Yet. He's. Actually proven everything right. Which makes him more. A part of the bloodline. Like the way they tell him the story. Like Jey Uso. uh, Roman said don't fuck with Logan Paul. Let it be tonight. And. Even though Logan Paul fucked up that spot. Whatever. You know he's learning. Yeah, he's learning. Um, told you not to, and you did. And yeah, you had the upper hand on Logan throughout the most part, but at the end of the day, he knocked your ass out, so he won. And it's like, yo, I told you, sit your ass the fuck down somewhere. We did what we needed to do. We came here, we beat the shit out of Sheamus, Ridge Holland, and Butch was no fucking factor. We hurt this dude. He's going to be out for a while. Let's ride off into the sunset. Next week, Roman is going to be here. He's going to face face probably with with Logan Paul right before Crown Jewel. And then that's it. He's going to beat him and let's go. But yet, you wanted to be the hothead. He's supposed to be the one to calm you down. Calm your ass the fuck down. 
And I and I think that's the beauty of it. Is because they're not trying to give us this instant gratification where Sami Zayn is legit part of the, the right. bloodline. Everything's it's, a progressive. Yeah. I won't say slow burn, but it's uh, a progressive storyline. Yep. Which is what we used to complain about with WWE in the first place. It's like nothing ever went anywhere. Everything was fast as fuck. Yeah. Like he's in there. He's out of the bloodline this week. Yeah. Like, what yeah. the fuck? <laughs> what? Like he just joined two weeks on? ago. What yeah. the shit? Yep. Y'all just made a, t- a shirt. That's mm-hmm. why I don't buy y'all shirts. You should know yeah. <laughs> Right. And, um, but yeah, that's what I like. Uh, you're bad, sir. My bad. Um, it was just a personal gripe. I feel like on Rampage, Orange Cassidy, um, Roosh, um, and Ten, that's a big enough match to where you could build to that. And not just, mm-hmm. oh, all, all of a sudden you're throwing Orange Cassidy in there and making a triple threat. Like, wait, that's a big deal. Why couldn't Roosh and, you know, Ten have their match but still lead to this later? That's fine. Mm-hmm. But, like, it, it matters. Like, that's a that's a big match. And it was a good match, too. That's the other thing. It was a really good triple threat match. But and it I just, just felt like it meant nothing. Right, because you did it so yeah. fast, and it could have been more. So yeah. I feel like maybe it wasn't a ratings grab or whatever, but I just felt like it's one of those things where you didn't need to do that. Like, it was a good idea, but let's build something to get there. Mm-hmm. Um... It's very, I hate to say indie in a negative way. Like, an indie show would do that, but that's like once a month. You feel me? You're like every week. So you got time to build to this to where we're like, oh, shit. In like three weeks, we're going to get a triple threat match and like, you know, like a headline dynamite. So yeah. I just didn't get that. Like, we're just going to randomly do this. I was looking forward to Tim vs. Roosh. Yeah. It's like, every time they're going to do this shit, they're like, nah, nah. We're going to do something else. Let's do something yeah. else, yeah. bitches. Yeah. Like, wait a minute, Tony. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh my bad was WWE refusing to acknowledge AEW to bring uh, back Billy Gunn. And the reason why is because, first off, and I'm not saying every fan feels this way, but a lot of hardcore fans are just like, Yes, WWE acknowledge AEW, and AEW acknowledge WWE because we can have two different products running at the same time. Right, and it doesn't have to be a competition because the demographics that you both are both trying to grab are vastly different. Mm-hmm. That's just what it is. AEW is looking to grab all the indie hardcore fans who want professional wrestling right and WWE you want to grab all the fans that are fair weather mm-hmm. they're going to be here today be gone tomorrow but then you got to continuously go through the cycle of but let's try to grab these people let's these try people to grab these yeah, yeah yeah you know um I think it would have been good for wrestling and maybe that's just my thing. You know, I understand WWE look at, look at it differently, but for me, it's like, this would have been great for wrestling. To acknowledge this company. To sit there and say, hey, he works here for this a- goes. And it's not like they said put a whole commercial on. It was no. just say he works for AEW. Yeah, just like you did for Mickey James. Yep. And, and that was, and guess what? 
for a person like me who doesn't watch Impact, refuses to watch Impact, it still didn't make me go and watch Impact. But I was happy to see Mickey James there. But I'm sure it made somebody do it. Right. But at the same time, it's just like, man, what the fuck are we doing here? What is we doing? So I didn't like that. I didn't like that move because I actually think you you actually robbed wrestling fans of a true 25th anniversary of DX. Because Billy Gunn wasn't there. They didn't even say that he had to wear the shirt. Just acknowledge that he works for another company. That was it. So, I didn't like that. Um, I don't know who called that was. It could have been Nick Khan. It could have been Stephen McMahon. It could have been Triple H. But whoever called it was, I hate that call. I didn't like it. That was bad to me. Um, and real quick, I'm going to get to my ugly. Then you go ahead and do your thing. My ugly is how the fuck you going to tease Austin Theory? This is the only reason why I even watch Halloween Happy. You're going to tease Austin Theory cashing in his money in the bank. Only for him not to even be in the show. Why? That was just a tragedy. Uh, I mean, me and this Miller, we talked about this. He was like, oh, you know, it was a ratings grab. Because that's the reason why they had Shinsuke Nakamura and Raquel and, you know, all these other individuals on the show. And But, nah, fuck that. But this is a big tease. This ain't just a, all oh, because he's working on Raw and everything. He comes here and teased uh, money in the bank cashing. Like, no, that has to mean something. Mm-hmm. You can't sit there and just tease that. That has to mean something. And then it's like, what are we doing there? Like, is he still going to try to go after Roman? We know that he's not going to be able to cash in on Roman. You're not going to take the title off of Roman, the undisputed heavyweight champion, universal heavyweight champion. And put it on Austin Theory and make him the undisputed Universal Heavyweight Champion. It, I mean, that's just a a, a a bounce back within itself. I just don't understand how you could even think of going in that direction. Mm. So it makes sense that if he cashed in, he cashes in on an NXT title. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that pissed me off. That just didn't. I don't know, man. I feel like don't tease us like that. <laughs> you messing with my emotions, man. Yeah, yeah. No, for real. I was ready for him to cash in, just be the NXT uh, champion, and and we just move on from there. Because there's no way. I feel like I don't know. And I feel like the past couple of years we just wasted money in the bank on people. Mm-hmm. And it's like, what the fuck are we doing here? Like, winning money in bank should mean something. And it's just like, we're wasting it on... Because they really was going to put a title on Austin Theory. I feel like they were going to do that. But it was gonna, they were going to ruin him by doing that. They were just going to ruin him. Because it wasn't time. It wasn't ready. And people and fans wasn't receptive mm-hmm. to Austin Theory. 
So I feel like this was the smart thing to do is have him win NXT Championship and let's just move on. Because it's already a waste as it is. But anyway, what's your ugly? My ugly Ow. goes to the Apollo Crews, um, uh, uh, Waller. What's his, what's his yeah, Gary Garrison. Yeah. <sighs> that match from Halloween Havoc. First of all, the match wasn't that great to begin with. But what took the cake, so to speak, for me was when Apollo Crews seemingly gets thrown through the casket, which I thought that means you lose, disappears, only to reappear through the entranceway with druids behind him, guiding him to the ring. No reaction from the crowd whatsoever. They're confused as fuck, just like the rest of us. <laughs> uh, I mean, the crowd was just horrible. Yeah. Uh, just, so so this to made get it even, a, yeah, to even get a reaction from them was just Yo, like, not to veer off on something yeah. random. Look up after we're done. Remind me to show you the Bobby Fish uh, video. Talk about no reaction. Holy fuck! When he debuted at Impact, bro, if a cricket would have made a noise, you'd have heard it. I, it was bad, and it was his hometown. Mm-hmm. Anyway, but yeah, so I'm like, what the fuck? Like Sean, Sean, no. There's a reason why nobody they don't do casket matches um, without the Undertaker. This is one of the reasons. Mm-hmm. This shit. Why was it a casket match other than spin the wheel, make the deal? Fine. I've always been a fan mm-hmm. of that. But Halloween the has, supernatural bullshit, no. Yeah. Absolutely not. Mm-hmm. With no explanation. How do you get thrown through a casket and just, I need an explanation on what the hell happened. Mm-hmm. And it just, it made no sense. That was fucking weird. It was bad. Yeah. So, yeah. You saw it. Yeah, were you like, what the hell happened? No, or were I you mean, kind of just like, whatever, dude. As long as we get to the end, I don't give a fuck. No. But truth be told, I didn't have a lot of expectations for Halloween Havoc because I haven't really been paying attention to NXT. Gotcha. Gotcha. Um, like I said, I was really watching to see if Austin Theory would cash in because I did see that tease because I saw the. You know, I had got the notification that. Um, I, I can't. See, this is it to let you know. How much I don't really pay attention to NXT. I forget the two women names that they were supposed to have, like Raquel Gonzalez and Rhea Ripley, come up and challenge them. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Just so you know, this is how much I don't really watch NXT, right? I mean, so. um, It can be a hard watch. Yeah. Still doesn't mean that I didn't find the Triple Threat match uh, entertaining. Even the ladder match was really good. I felt like that was really good. Um, yeah, the ladder match was good. Yeah. But I'm sitting there and I'm like you. I'm like, this shit is fucking horrible. But I was more pissed off by Austin Theory not even, not even showing up and making even threat to cash in. I just felt like, then why would we do that tease? Yeah. What was the tease for? It made no sense to me. But I digress. I don't want to harp on that. I just want to move on. Whatever. You know, I think he's going to cash in at some point on Braun Breaker. I just don't foresee him being the WWE Universal Heavyweight Champion. I just don't foresee that happening. Just don't. 
I don't see Triple H pulling that trigger. Mm-hmm. If that happens, Triple H was made to pull that trigger. That's what that is. That's how I made it up in my mind. I just don't think that's something he would do. I would feel like Vince is still in control. He was told to pull that trigger. So he did it. That's just how I feel. If it happened. But uh, anyway, I have nothing else to say. Do you? I got nothing else. Okay, cool. So um, with that said, be sure to check out 15 and all the content. Be sure to rate, subscribe to YouTube podcast. Find those on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, or any, uh, Stitcher. Or any other podcast platforms you choose to use, type in 1559 and uh, you find a podcast as, such as Equal Opposites, Love Hair Pop, The Rundown, Wrestling Roundtable, Studio Flow, Slurred True, or just go straight to our website, 1559. Um, if you haven't, um, if you don't have luck finding us there, you can just go straight to our website and click on that podcast, pull that thing down, and you'll find all those podcasts. and. Be sure to check out that Instagram, Facebook, or uh, Twitter. Follow us. We greatly appreciate it. Check out the Amazon site. So buy things. We got Halloween coming up. So if you need to buy your buy your candy, you can buy your buckets to go trick or treating. You, I mean, Amazon is just just buy anything. They got everything. Yeah. Um, we would greatly appreciate that because it goes support the site. And with that said, it is me. Still the pro. It's Miller. And we out. Jamming on the one. You are now listening to The Raw, The Bad, 